Are you ready to say goodbye to 2020, Jenny? Uh, yes, I am. I'm ready to say thanks for coming. Show you the door. Don't let the door hit your back end on the way out. See you again, never. Yes, exactly. There's going to be some good joke about the whole hindsight 2020 thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. I, like I don't it. know what it is yet, but I'm sure someone will figure out something You're funny. Right. You're right. That's good. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 18 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. Today's episode is episode 131 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I'm checking in with my discipline accountability partner, Jenny, so we can wrap up this challenging year of 2020. As you'll recall, Jenny is a small town gal from St. Thomas, Ontario, and is a marketing professional and a big believer in the power of habits. I've missed her, and I'm sure you have too. She is super great, and I am so happy that she is here today. Well, that's lovely. It's so nice to be able to chat and catch up. Thanks for having me. Oh, always, always, always. All right, we're going to jump right in and take a look at our 20 for 2020 goals. We want to revisit them again today to see how the challenges of this year have helped us or hindered us as we have been working on completing these goals. Mm -hmm. And just to give a quick recap, every year for the past three years, Peggy and I have taken a page out of our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin's world. And instead of New Year's resolution we've created a list of goals for the year. So in 2018, we did 18 goals. In 2019, 19 goals. And in 2020, we, kept, we came up with a list of 20 goals that we wanted to accomplish this year in the before times. That's right. We made this list in the before times. And we've uh, checked in on these 2020 goals a few times throughout the year. Um, and I'll put uh, links to those episodes in the show notes if you want to sort of see how it has evolved over the year. Um, but we are going to sort of wrap it up and, and see what the end of this year has has brought, has brung mm -hmm. with, how do you say that? Brought or brung? Uh, brought? Anyway, we're going to... Neither one gonna, sounds right. Yeah, you're right. We're just going to wrap up 2020 <laughs> in either case. Yeah. All right, here's my list. Number one, create a budget or a plan, a budget and a plan for a renovation and keep track closely as we go through the process. So oh, as you oh. may remember, John and I had this big plan to renovate our house in 2020 and that got canceled because of the pandemic. And when I shouldn't say canceled, it got postponed. So we're revisiting this process again for next year. So I'm still dedicated to it, but obviously that goal did not happen in 2020. And then number two goes along with that, renovation of our house complete, postponed. We're gonna start that in the spring of 2021. Uh, Min's game, clear out every closet, cupboard, and space to prep for the renovation. So we mostly did this uh, and it will get a bit done with a bit more intention as we head into the renovation next spring, uh, just because it's sort of like, it, it makes more sense to wait to do a lot of the things until we're moving everything to storage before we do the big reno. Um, number four, start pro the process of digitizing all hard copies of photos. 
I really had great intentions for this one, but this one's a big neop and uh, we'll put it on the <laughs> list for maybe next year. Number five, create and launch at least one online paid course. Okay, not yet, but I'm putting the finishing touches on a four-week course Ooh. that's called Jumpstart Your Habits, and it'll be launching in January, so stay tuned. I'm very excited about this. Something nice to look forward to. Yeah, you got it. Um, number six, um, complete an online course. I had an online course called Virtual Business Academy, and I did not complete it, but I completed a different course called Digital Course Academy, and that's the course that's helped me to build this habits course that will be launching soon. So cool. Yeah, and it's very meta, course about a course. Yeah. All right, number seven, go live on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, at least one time a week as a follow-up from podcast episodes. So lately I've been mostly doing this, at least on Facebook. I am live in our Facebook group every Thursday at noon to discuss this week's podcast. And I have experimented with the IG live and I will do that more coming into 2021. So I'm getting a little bit more savvy with the socials. It's, um, it's a work in progress. And number eight, at least eight episodes of the podcast have a guest on that adds value to our listeners. So we, throughout 2020, did this. We had the Scots, we had Tommy, we had Yoda, we had Lisa, we had Sarah, we had Jamie, and we had Kelly. I had Kelly just last week. And that's seven, but Yoda was on twice and Jamie was on twice. So I think we're good. And the Scots are two people. Oh, that's right. So we definitely had eight. Okay. Yeah. I'll give that a check mark. That's a yes. Alrighty. Um, move from a paper calendar to a digital calendar. This is number nine. And uh, because of COVID, I was in a way forced to do this for my work calendar. It's all digital world now and my patients love it, which is great. In terms of my personal life, I'm still not there. I remain a Luddite with my paper and pen, but um, I am working towards this for 2021. I feel like as my world moves more digitally, I'm going to need to have a real online calendar. All right, uh, number 10, first aid and CPR research. This got postponed because of the COVID because you can't get close enough to people to do first aid and CPR. Sure. Um, number 11, read at least 40 books. And as with many of these goals, this fell off as we went through that nuttiness of March and April and May um, when we were all kind of in the no lockdown. So I ended up with 25 books that I read this year and I'm happy with that. So I did a lot of reading in the last three months of the year. And I'll be posting a list of books that I read throughout 2020 on the socials in the next little while if you want to see what I read in 2020. Uh, number 12, keep up with my Duolingo learning Spanish 10 minutes per day. I'm still doing this. I'm up to 662 days in a row in my streak. <laughs> and I saw my uh, report from 2020 and it said that I've, uh, in that year I learned more than 3,000 new words. That's wild. So Do you I was feel like, like you know a lot of Spanish now? Well, I don't necessarily think I do, but then all of a sudden I'll try and just communicate whatever it is that I wanted to say in general, and I can mostly do it. So I, I don't know the differences. What I know about language, obviously we, we speak in the present tense and then there's past and future. So I can do present tense mostly. There's still some vocabulary that I have to have, but I can conjugate verbs and I can mostly get across what I want to say. Peg, all you need to do is live in the now. So that's all that matters. Oh, Jenny, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to keep working on this and maybe if I can keep it up, or maybe I should say it this way. It, when I keep it up through the rest of 2021, my Spanish will be even that much better. Maybe I'll be able to speak in the future or the past tense by then. 
Maybe it'll be like, you know, when you hit a button on your remote and it changes languages, you'll just kind of have that like switch that goes off and you're just able to speak in Spanish. Yeah, that would be cool. I would mm -hmm. like that. All right. Number 13, 10 strict pull-ups. This one is laughable. I'm just going to say 100% nope. Uh, this one potentially is for another year. I can't do one pull-up right now. And you can't even do one. I, I could do like 5,000 in a row. <laughs> I'm just ha happy that I consistently <laughs> am moving my body and actually getting up out of my bed. So I we're bet I working couldn't, toward this. I bet I couldn't get one inch into one. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Me neither. But maybe someday. Yeah. Uh, number 14. Obviously, this maybe speaks to the fact that the goals that all of us, or maybe just me, had at the beginning of 2020, my, I was in a different headspace about what was important yeah. to me. So number yep. 14. <laughs> Number 14, a handstand course. And this one didn't happen. And I feel less inspired by this idea than I did when we made this list. This is, uh, this is my backflip. Oh, yeah. Where you're just like, yeah, I, I just don't even care. Anymore. This anymore. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'll still come back to it, but I don't know. Number 15, family yoga. So this one, again, got squished by the pandemic just because I was going to get together with my sisters and my brother-in-law and John. We were all going to do family yoga. Well, you can't get close to other humans right now. So um, this is something that we did not do. But I'm hoping that uh, in 2021, John and I can do some more just us yoga at home, maybe with yoga with Adrian. And mm -hmm. we've talked about how she's done very well through the pandemic. She's inspired a lot of people to take up yoga at home. Yeah. Yep. And she's a YouTube uh, girl, just in case people are wondering who yoga with Adrian is. Yeah, Number 16, great. meal planning, uh, get more consistent. And this one has been good. I can give this one a big check mark. And, it's, and this one I can thank the COVID for because uh, at the beginning, especially for the first four months, we prepped and ate at home 100% of our meals. Yeah. Um, and then we've started to get some takeout. And even since now we're, whatever, nine months into the pandemic, we've still never eaten in a restaurant. So we've gotten takeout a bunch of times, but um, the fact that we, it's not as much of an option to be able to eat outside the house, uh, we have been very good with our meal plans. Every week we sit down and kind of make a plan and get all the groceries and then we have it ready. So it's good. Nice. And then that leads nicely into number 17, which was weekly family meeting with John and I. And uh, this seemed less relevant because we were always home together or yeah. home together a lot more. Uh, yeah. But we've still been using it for things like the meal plan. And I think this will become more relevant for us as we move into the renovation because there's going to be a lot of moving parts in our world with work and the renovation and figuring out all of it. So yeah. I think that being on track with a meeting is going to be important. Mm -hmm. Number 18, date night one time a month. Um, which was lunch or dinner out, just John and I. And of course, I just mentioned that obviously we didn't go out, but during the lockdown part of the pandemic, we did do our formal Fridays, um, which you can still check out on my Instagram if you want to go and see John and I dressed up in fancy clothes every Friday through um, March, April, May of 2020. And um, hopefully in 2021, there'll be more opportunity at some point for us to go out and have like dates out in the real world um, to eat food. We can obviously yeah. go out and do some things. Yeah. Um, number 19, this again, dinner out to celebrate each of our nieces and nephews' birthdays. We have eight of them. And we had two of the eight over to our house to celebrate sort of at a distance in the backyard. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it hasn't worked out again, just because it's hard to get together with other humans. So we're hoping to get back to this in 2021 or get more creative about the ways that we can celebrate their little, those little people's birthdays. Sure. Um, and then a number 20 stand up paddle boarding with Jenny. And yes, we did that back in July yeah. right around my birthday. So that was super fun. 
we made it work, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It was good. Yeah. So it's that's my list. Good. Well done. I'm, I'm thinking that all things considered, I'm happy with what I accomplished in 2020. And yeah. um, as I said before, it's kind of neat to look back now and see the headspace that I was in when I made this list versus yeah. where we are now. And isn't it interesting too, the thing that really strikes me is the amount of grace we've developed for ourselves. Yeah. You know, that maybe a a good thing, right? Like, yeah, that maybe we hadn't had in previous years when looking back on our lists this year, we're able to really laugh about it because sometimes life happens. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah. All right. Let's hear your list, my friend. My list. um, So I had that I wanted to create like a portfolio website or a better online presence. I didn't do it. I started it. Didn't finish it. I didn't finish it because I don't have a clear reason why I want it. I think that's why I didn't do it. Um, I had attend six marketing events or workshops. So (laughs) I'm going to count this as a win though, because I've been doing more online events. um, And that's been easier to sneak into my schedule um, because I can do them virtually rather than how I had planned to do them in person. And I actually did um, two things in the before times at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to call that a win. I've been doing some interesting things around like mentor programs and different things connecting out to my network. So that's been great. I'm going to call that awesome. a win. Uh, paint a room in the house white. I love white rooms, but I felt very weird about painting a room white because I felt like that's not what like normal humans do, that people don't do that because it's like too stark and weird screw that. I did it. (laughs) I painted two rooms white. I love it. I'm painting the whole house white. I don't care. I do what I want. Um, (laughs) Yes. Work on an art skill sketching. Nope. I didn't do that. Moving on. Um, Dinner on the 14th with Jeff each month. That's cute. Yeah, we didn't do that. Um, But we were together a lot. So if the point was time together, boy, we got lots of that. So... Um, (laughs) But you know what we have done is we take, now that Ethan's back in school, we've taken several days off and we've spent the day together. And that's like really nice to have like a full day to just do whatever and hang out just the two of us. So that's been great. Awesome. Um, weekly adventure with Ethan. That was an idea I had in the before times because we didn't have a lot of like just him and I time together. Um, we, we are no longer in a, def- a deficit position, so not a concern. <laughs> Weekly family meetings, this fell off because we didn't need to go over our schedules and uh, make plans because we haven't needed to. But we have picked it back up in the last couple months because Ethan wanted to do the allowance part of it again. He had a ton of money and so he didn't care about getting money for a while, but then he blew it all and now he wants more. So we're doing that part of it with the allowance. Um, Dinner guests every other week. That's cute. Uh, we did have two decent parties at the beginning of the year and the before times though, that like filled our house with loved ones. So we tried, um, and we've, we visited some, had some outdoor visits this year. So that's been nice. Gratitude journal daily, still doing it using the five minute journal. I'm several years into that daily habit. That's going well. Uh, daily smoothie. Yeah. I've mostly kept this up, but I did get a bit burnt out on the recipe I was using. And so I've switched it up and, and given myself some grace to skip that a little bit. But right now I'm on track with that one. 10 minutes daily meditation. Nope, I haven't been doing this. Not even a little bit. Can't even say I, can't even say I've done it this year. Gotta be honest. Monthly digital detox. Haven't attempted it. 
um, because the digital world has been my connection to other humans, which is very important to me. Um, Week-long family trip. Whoopsie. Yep, didn't do that. We didn't feel comfortable traveling, so we didn't do it. But uh, we did spend a lot of time at the beach in the summer, and we were at the beach at, um, we went to this like little beach that was pretty quiet, and we would go really early in the morning, and we went at least once a week during the summer. So I felt like we got that like summer experience, and we had our little pool in the backyard. So I felt like we summered, for lack of a better word. Learned to play chess as a family. The boys learned I did not. I got very overwhelmed and intimidated by it. And it made me not want to learn. Um, I felt really dumb because <laughs> I couldn't figure it out and I gave up. So, um, yeah, that was not a win. Um, go paddleboarding six times this summer. Um, so in mentioning the beach, that's what we were doing at the beach. We brought our paddleboards uh, most times we went. Um, and then I you think, went with me that time too. Yeah. yeah. And I think the only times we didn't take them was when you were using them. That's so, right. I like, borrowed them for a week. Go. That was great. Um, so yeah, we did that a lot. Uh, I had wanted to go to a play in Stratford, but everything was closed in Stratford for seeing performances, but we did, um, take our bikes there one day and bike around the water and we went and had lunch there. They had a great setup for outdoor dining. So tried, made our best of that. Um, the next thing I had was figure out iCloud and yeah, I did do this. I got it sorted out. I've got everything living in the cloud which is great. So I am not reliant on like weird different systems. It's all working nicely. Digitize photos and files. Yep. All good in the hood here. Um, check out an app called Adobe scan. It's a really great way to quickly scan documents and then you can email them to yourself, put them in your Google drive, do whatever you do with them. Cool. Um, set investment goals and strategy. I think I got this going well. I've got automated transfers happening. So I am not like actively thinking about it all the time. And then I also had renovation plans. I said, make basement renovation plans. I didn't, I didn't do this. I mean, I have a list going of everything. Like I think I would want to do just so that when the time comes, we kind of know what we want to do. Um, but obviously it just didn't work out to have work being done in our house this year. And, um, we've kind of needed our basement to function as a gymnasium and in its unfinished state, it works quite well. We can rollerblade down there, do all sorts of things. And I just installed a rope swing from the support beam, which has been really, really fun for Ethan. And if I'm fully honest, I enjoy it too. Oh, cool. That's fun. Yeah. One little sad thing that happened was I got on the swing and I was swinging and, all of a sudden we heard an ornament fall off the tree upstairs. And I was like, please tell me that me getting on the swing was not enough to shake our Christmas tree upstairs. <laughs> like it's been, or I know I've been eating not great, but like, yikes. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Right. So how do you feel about it overall? Year 20. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I, you fine. know what? We made it. We got through, we got some of it done. That's a win. I think it's a win too. Yeah. All right. Well done. And when we're thinking about 2021, I know that uh, our online pretend best friend Gretchen and her sister, they are doing a 21 for 21. Do you feel like you want, want to do this? Do you feel like it's still a good idea? Um, I gotta think about it. I don't know. I don't know. I've been, I've really been going so easy on myself. So I'm not sure. I think if I did one, it would be half full of things I know I can do anyway. Okay. Well, I don't think that's a bad idea. It's kind of like you get a little bit burned on something and you go back just a little slower at it. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to decide right away, but maybe at the beginning of 2021, we can discuss this. 
Yeah. And I also want to, even if you don't do the goals, I want to pick a word for the year. Do you like that idea? I do. So let's do it just for our listeners. Let's do a little review. And it's, again, comes down to hilarity. What was your word of the year for 2020, Jenny? I don't remember. It was unplug. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I plugged that sucker in tight. <laughs> and mine was rebuild. And I did no rebuilding. Well, oh, I guess I did gosh. a little bit in terms of my digital world, but yeah. Rebuild I mean, and I unplug. guess... I guess we kind of unplugged from a lot of things. Well, I, yeah, I guess it's, it depends how you look at both words, but not oh. the way that we originally intended them. These words did not pan out, but no. it's kind of neat what, if you think about it in that way. Yeah, it is. That's so <laughs> anyway, as I said, we'll potentially revisit this again at the beginning of next year. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, now we are going to move on to a segment that we used to call Ooh, me likey. And I had a thought a few weeks ago that, Umi likey maybe is not cool in terms of the way that it sounds. So I looked it up and apparently it has some undertones that are not cool. So oh. I just decided that we know better, we do better. We're not calling yeah. it that anymore. We're calling it, what are you into lately? I like it. I like it. Okay. You know what? When we learn things, we shift, we change, all good. You got it. So the really cool thing about this whole thing is that we always talk to each other about stuff that we like maybe podcasts we've been listening to books we've been reading maybe like random funny internet stuff that we found and we like to share it because we think maybe you'll find it fun too so each week especially when jenny is here we will share something that we are loving that we find useful or practical or just something that is pure frivolity and fun so the thing that i want to share this week is something that i'm excited about and i hope that our listeners will be too Starting next Friday, which is January 1st, 2021, I'm going to be offering a free seven-day habits challenge to anyone who is ready to jump into 2021 and take on and commit to at least one habit for at least one week. The first few days and perhaps the first week of jumping into any new habit are often the hardest. And I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that this will allow people an opportunity to have some inspiration, some motivation, some accountability, and some encouragement as they add one new thing to their life every day for a week. So hopefully that first week will lead to something more in terms of that habit. But let's start with the one week together next Friday, January the 1st. And check out the show notes for this episode and watch my Instagram page and our Facebook group for all of the details. Very cool. Be watching with great interest. Um, so my thing is that um, I have been, I just finished this show called The Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. which is ironic because it's about chess. And I just <laughs> told everybody that I was, I had a mental block with learning chess. But if you don't know how to play chess, it won't keep you from enjoying this show that is about chess. And it is so, so good. So it's a show about a young woman who loses her mother in a car crash. That's how the show starts out. So that's not ruining anything for anyone. Um, And she is, this is like in the 60s, and she's sent to live in an orphanage. And she goes on to become a competitive chess player after being taught by the custodian at the orphanage. So it's really, really interesting. And it's, um, it's just such a beautifully done show in terms of like the cinematography, the costumes, all of that, and just the way the show looks and feels. Um, it's, you know, as I said, like kind of set through the 60s. And if you liked the way that Mad Men looked, you will really like this show. Um, 
it, it did make me ashamed of my inability to play chess watching like this little nine-year-old girl very quickly go from like not knowing what are those pieces on that board to being like a phenom at chess. Um, and yeah, it got um, Jeff interested in chess again and the boys have been playing more and I watched my seven-year-old son beat my husband at chess and I'm so embarrassed. Oh, that's so cool. Does it make you want to go back after it? Like, do you want to try again? It makes me want to secretly watch YouTube videos and learn how to play on my own because I, I, I am so embarrassed to even learn from them now. And I think that's what stops me sometimes. I have a really hard time with things like that, where there's like complex strategy, like Euchre. I've, I can't even, like, I've tried so many times to learn how to play Euchre and I, I get very overwhelmed. Oh my goodness. It's all like I get in my brain about it where I'm like, I feel dumb. I feel like if this is something that is a goal for you, there's a way that you can do it. And if you don't want to learn from Jeff and Ethan, because they've like sped ahead a little bit, you can still- A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. That's cute. Oh dear. Well, that's cool. I still haven't watched it. So I'm going to check it out. The Queen's Gamut. I've I've seen the ads for it when I'm on Netflix and it looks intriguing, but- um, it's not something that John was like, yes, let's watch that. And we usually watch something together. So maybe I'll convince him that we should he give would it a like go. It. I think okay. he would be surprised. I, the big takeaway for me from that show was like the love of liquid black eyeliner. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a testament to really excellent use of liquid black eyeliner. Okay. I bet you that that's not what John would take out of it. No, but I, it was what I deeply appreciated about the show. Cool. All okay. right. Let's move on to you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So since this is a wrap-up episode for 2020, why don't we just focus on a win for the year? Because, you know, we're all about giving ourselves some grace. How's that sound? Good deal? Love it. Love it. Okay. So (laughs) in keeping with that, I feel like it's a win to have just made it through 2020 um, intact. And that is something to celebrate. We did it. We got through. I can't honestly say that I have hit any major goals or was perfect with my habits, but I do feel like I did my best to take care of my family and myself during a really hard year and be kind to myself. And I gave myself a ton of grace when I fell short of keeping up with things that would have usually been really hard on myself for. And that feels like a win when I really needed it the most. Oh, I love that. I feel like that too. That's so good. Because I'm definitely drinking Diet Pop again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're we're almost through 2020. You can revisit that if you like to in the next year. Yeah, that's for another day. (laughs) All right. Um, I guess the big win that I'll take out of what some people are calling a, quote, dumpster fire of a year. (laughs) Yes. That being forced to be away from my paying job for three months woke me up to the necessity of creating a different stream of income. I needed to put some eggs in other baskets. And uh, this is something I've been dreaming about for a while. You know, you've, you've heard me talk about it. I've mentioned it on the podcast. I have this big dream of retiring John and, and going snowboarding, which is a piece of the big puzzle, but that's sort of the things that I focus on. I've never really taken the concrete steps to get there though, until the wake up call of the 2020 pandemic. So I'm proud to say that I will be moving forward 
toward my dream by launching my digital course at the start of 2021. So I'm excited at the prospect of being able to help more people with their habits and routines than is possible one-on-one in my office. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what happens next. So good for you. let's get going on 2021. I think a lot of us, most of the humans I know are excited to, to see this year say goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to, we got a fire pit and I have a giant um, 2020 calendar on my wall and I can't wait to take it down and burn it. Oh, that's a neat ritual. I like that. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Jenny, thank you for being here. We love it when you come and visit. Thanks for having me. And to you, our listeners, how did your 20 for 2020 turn out? Did the strangeness of 2020 help or hinder your goals? Also, have you started thinking about your goals for 2021? Let us know. For questions or comments, send an email to the Improvement Project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find our podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Eddie and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. We are sending all the big love and best wishes for a happy, healthy, productive, creative, and all around amazing 2021. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Stay focused and get after it. Are you ready to say goodbye to this challenging year and jump into 2021 with a renewed sense of optimism? Me too. I'm also ready to double down on my efforts to move toward good habits in this coming year. I know that if you're listening, you are probably thinking, yeah, I need to do that too. Well, guess what? I've put together a fun, free seven-day habits challenge that we can do together to jumpstart our year and move toward one good habit in the first week of 2021. From January 1st to January 7th, 2021, I will encourage you to pick one new healthy habit and do it every day for seven days. It can be making your bed, moving your body, drinking more water, meditating, eating something green, practicing gratitude, or whatever you want. Pick the healthy habit that you want to move toward in 2021 and do it for the first seven days of the year. That's it. Easy, right? Are you in? Okay. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash challenge and sign up with your name and email address and I'll immediately send you your habits challenge guidebook so you can get ready to start off 2021 right. From January 1st to January 7th, I'll show up every day in your email inbox, as well as on the socials to keep you motivated and on track as you take your first seven baby steps toward locking in a new healthy habit in 2021. And to make it extra fun, we are going to play a game of habits bingo. I'll encourage you to challenge yourself even more through the seven days to move toward good, healthy habits. And if you join in, you can win awesome prizes. So again, go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash challenge to sign up and let's get after it.